Hey, Jay. What up, homie? <laughs> tell me something. Those uh, those little baby hens on the thumbnail. Tell me, adorable or creepy as fuck? Definitely adorable. Especially, yeah. I mean, they're adorable to me because they're doing like the sign of the horns. Yeah, totally. Uh, and so, like, I'm I'm all with the metal baby hens. <laughs> that should be the sequel, Metal Baby Hens. Yes, I agree. Nice. Hey, uh, yeah. Hey, hey. you are. Huh? You are 300 subscribers away, Brian, from 80,000 subscribers. Can we get some subscriptions for this guy, please? Anyone listening? Uh, I mean, uh, and if you don't feel like it, just that, go to AJ's channel and subscribe to him instead. He, he's, he's better no, doing stuff. No, I've got a long way to go before 80,000 get really close. <laughs> all right, man. Nice casual Friday show. I'm excited. Looking at all the cool cats in the chat. Uh, a lot of, way too many people are named Brian. I'm, not, I'm very uncomfortable with that. Um, but, uh, but, <laughs> but it'll be fine. Uh, doppelgangers, too many doppelgangers. I, one is probably more than enough. What do you think, man? Should we start the show? Let's do this. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and uh, thank God it's Friday. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here, I could not do it without him. It's AJ from The Underground. PSVR Underground. Yeah, was that, I thought you were going Terminator there for a minute. <laughs> I love every time you introduce me, you have the Terminator theme playing. That would rock. <laughs> I am so with that. What is up, man? What is up? Game Cats, happy Black Friday. Ooh, it sounds so dark and evil and sinister. I know. It's actually a real good time, though, <laughs> especially if you're an electronics fan. And we're going to tell you why later in this episode. First of all, hmm. did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's all right. It was, so there was probably like 20-plus people at, uh, at Thanksgiving. I went to my brother's house, and... That is the first time. I mean, you guys know I don't really even leave my apartment, and, I, and so when I see more than one other person at a time, it's those those times are very few and far between, right? And so going from basically seeing nobody every day to seeing twenty people at once, uh, it was a little nerve wracking, a little nerve wracking. But it was also it was also very very good uh, for my mental health, and it was good to see my family and everything. So it was good, it was good, and it didn't last too long. That's the important part about Thanksgiving: a few hours and you're out. That's that's perfect, man. What about you, man? What'd you do? Oh, it was great. You know, I didn't celebrate anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. And, uh, you know, I don't drink a lot. But I bought myself a six-pack, and I drank five of them. And then I watched some Forensic Files. Nice. <laughs> uh, I played some Dreams, uh, s some Baby Hands, which we're going to review today. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. But... It was good. I, I made up for it. I ordered some barbecue today um, and got some smoked turkey in there uh, and some fixins. And uh, yeah, overall, above average Thanksgiving. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, so next next year, let's let's do a trading places thing. Why don't you 
go do my family's thing and I will sit at home and drink and watch forensic files. Cause that sounds, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like, I don't like know a- if I actually watch forensic files, but I was doing fuck all yesterday. That's for sure. <laughs> nice. Josh PSVR with the $5 tip uh, says question of the day. Have you spent money to get a platinum, uh, platinum in a game that you had no interest in? The answer for me is absolutely. If you guys remember the, the trophy horror wars back on uh, podcast beyond PlayStation three days, uh, all of the podcast beyond fans spent way too much time and money uh, purchasing children's games uh, <laughs> that like, were like, Oh, mega mind. And the, uh, in, in uh, the invincibles, is that the name of the Pixar show or what DreamWorks, whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah. We, we, we all, I mean, I played Hannah Montana, the movie, the game shaking my dual shock three. To get trophies, yeah, man. So, uh, and, and of course, you know, my name is Mayo is an infamous one, but that's only a buck. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I've definitely, I was, I was part of the trophy horror wars, big time. I'm still gonna buy Art Pulse at some point. It goes on sale <laughs> for like a dollar. Art Pulse, and and I've heard it's like a 20, 20 minute platinum. Um, so yeah, at one. some point, I will end up doing that. I have a lot of platinum trophies, or a lot of trophies, I should say, that like I'm like a lot of games where I'm like one or two trophies away from getting the platinum that I need to go through and, and clear out, um, which I'll do at some point too. Absolutely. The Fenner PSVR in the chat says, heard a lot of people got their hands on a PS5 today. Congrats. Uh, and then he does some clapping with baby hands. Um, yeah, congrats to everybody out there. And these these things are slowly going to become easier and easier to find. So just keep your eyes peeled. You may even be able to get one before the holidays. Good job, everybody. Uh, yeah, man. Got a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you join our Discord. Links for link for that's in the description below. Uh, that's where these conversations happen twenty four seven. That's where I hang out all the time. If I'm ever not here, in front of you watching doing this live, uh, either here live on YouTube or you can check it out on podcast services of your choice. We have this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other streaming services. So if podcasts are your preferred way of consuming this kind of media. We we'll get you covered. Uh, also, make sure you hit us up on patreon.com slash without parole games. If you guys don't know, our goal right now is to get AJ hired before PSVR 2 comes out. And if you've seen some recent videos that don't know at all what they're talking about, it's coming sooner rather than later. Uh, so let's get let's get those Patreon uh, tiers met so we can hire AJ without parole. I'm sorry, patreon.com slash without parole games. AJ, but those aren't the only people fun, we want to thank. Are they? No, we would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have two new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Looper, the GameCat. Hold on a second. GameCat Dojo. There it is. I don't know where that transition Whoa. went. That was pretty crazy. Uh, Looper the Game Cat, first one. He's almost up on the screen. And, dude, he has been Looper the Game Cat for a while, but never did the hashtag Game Cat. So if you fall into the same camp as him, you're like, oh, I changed my name forever ago. But, like, you know, it's too late to get a shout-out. No, it's not. Hashtag Game Cat in the comments below. We'll make sure we give you a shout-out next week's show. Who's our other Game Cat name change? Well, real quick, is that also Looper named after the movie? That's what I want to know. Looper. Uh, oh. We've also got Maybe. Ryan. Let's go, sports team. Game cat. Bing. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Ryan and I used to do uh, box VR together before I became uh, super fat and super lazy. Uh, <laughs> so I'll have to get back to that so I can be less super fat and less super lazy. I'm very excited to do some uh, box VR stuff and work out. 
off these uh, holiday pounds that I'm already accruing. <sighs> Guys, if you don't know, GameCats, loyal following of PSVR without parole. Uh, and so if you want to uh, show your dedication, show your loyalty without spending a single penny, just change your name on YouTube or Google. And then, uh, and then once it's official, put hashtag GameCat in the comments of any of our videos. And we'll make sure we find you and track you down and give you a shout out next week's show. But moving on, AJ, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today, don't we? We do. We There were two games, surprise, two games that came out this week that we are going to sit down and review. Um, there's a black, It's Black Friday today, so we're, we've got a couple deals that we just want to make you aware of. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're seeing this in time. Uh, and uh, first, though, we're going to kick things off because Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets oh, yeah. has gotten a permanent price drop to $9.99. Dude, that... I mean, so first and foremost, I think that that was kind of a the price it should have been at launch. Uh, Thank you. Kind yes. of has that ten dollar price tag uh, in mind. Yes. Um, but you know, it's fast travel games, and, and usually they're they're of decent quality. Uh, I shouldn't yeah, say that they- anymore because now they're like now they've got three games out the door, and two of them are decent quality. I think, but whatever. Um, yeah, man, this this is this is a fun little game. I, I I don't think it gets quite the love it deserves because it is sort of one of those things that feels more like an experience uh, because it's over so quickly uh, and because it's not like what you consider a full-fledged game. But I know that there's a lot of love for this game out there in the community. I know Josh PSVR is a fan of it. I'm, I'm a fan of it. It's just a different take on a VR puzzle game, and I think it's fun for the whole family and uh and and you know you can get some you can get some time out of it too if you really want to like spend the time going in there looking for all the collectibles i i I really enjoyed this one it's cute wish i could say the same i like things about it i liked i think it had a lot of charming qualities to it Mm -hmm. um but this one's just not for me and i think fast travel games has a tendency to kind of overcharge for their games a little bit um i and i think that's i don't know i think they need to just from now on, just whatever they're thinking, just knock it down five or ten dollars, and uh, and get they'll probably get more sales out of it. Um, probably, but yeah, it's got some nice qualities. It's got some cute. It, I love how it has that Rudolph the uh, Red Nosed Reindeer like claymation, claymation or stop yeah. I like uh, stop motion animated puppet look to it, um, which is pretty cool. But um, but overall, I was like, meh, just not for me. Not wasn't crazy about it. Sure, I understand that. Not everything's going to be for everyone, for sure, and especially something like this, uh, you know, where it's super cutesy and these miniature worlds and stuff. Yeah, I can, I can totally see uh, not everyone loving this. Uh, but I, I will say though, on the topic of fast travel games, I'm excited, man, because next week uh, they seem to be debuting whatever it is they're working on during the Upload VR Showcase, which of course will be co-streaming. Uh, Jamie Feltham messaged me and said, "Hey, man, just want to let you know it's cool if you decide to do that. We encourage you to co-stream it." Um, and I was, and, you know, I, did, I was very nice when I responded to him, but in my head, I was like, "We were going to fucking do it anyway." So. Uh, so yeah, so stay yeah. tuned, man. Whatever Fast Travel Games is working on, uh, we're going to find out their next big project. And again, I secretly, not so secretly, have been saying uh, that I don't think Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife was something that their A-team spent the last three years working on. I think that was sort of another side project like Curious Tale of Stolen Pets. And I, and I really, really, really hope uh, that whatever they show off next week is going to be like a bigger project um, sort of designed for next-gen headsets. That'll be very interesting to see indeed because I feel like they they get started on stuff or they announce stuff 
way early mm-hmm. and then it takes them a long time to make it and and I feel like this is kind of the same deal. I I actually think that their A team was probably working on uh Wraith for the longest time and then now they're they've been working on this game for a little bit and I think I think what we're going to get and I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I think what we're going to get here is more of like a teaser um or they're going to have some kind of early prototype that we're going to see for the first time. And because uh, that just seems to be the pattern that they do. And and I think it'll be a long time maybe till it comes out. And then even longer time before we see it on PlayStation. We'll see. We'll see. Because, again, I, I do think I do think they could reveal something during this event and say, oh, it's for PC VR, right? To give that kind of answer. Uh, and then, uh, and then of course, later on, be like, oh, it's PlayStation VR 2. And I think, could, you know, they want, I think that these are the kind of teams that want to, they know how to kind of work the system. And I think fast travel games would definitely want to be there at the PlayStation VR 2 launch. Uh, so I would say, I would suspect that whenever their next game is coming out, is pretty much going to coincide with the PSVR 2 launch. But we'll see. We'll see how it all goes down. Uh, I'm so, so glad that these tips came through because it made me look up something that I totally forgot to mention at the beginning of the show. First one comes from Looper, the underground game cat. Yes. That, that's not that's not the <laughs> name we shouted it. out. You changed it right away. Let's go, Looper. I literally just got your name like like a, like 20 minutes before the show. You changed it on me. God damn it. Uh, with, the, with the five euros. As my double dip, pl- baby. You double dip all you want. <laughs> my platinums are Zing, The Invisible Hours, Red Matter, and Durasane. I also have 100% in Transference and The Room, but those have no platinum. Uh, fuck games without platinum trophies, uh, especially when it's games like Transference. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking of transpose. Transference is pretty easy to get through. Um, I should have. I, I have 100 percent on transpose, and I agree. I I deserved a platinum for that. Does transpose that have was no platinum or does it? Come no on, platinum. Oh, and no. I deserved. I definitely deserved one because that was like 15 hours to beat. Yeah. Um, uh, transference in the room. Great games, by the way. Um, don't uh, don't skip those just because they don't have a platinum. Um, Dave Station VR with a two dollar tip. This is what made me look up my, on my phone. Dave. He says, Beard is looking good. Uh, thanks, brother. He says, uh, but this also reminded me, don't forget, guys, we are uh, ending the month of Movember. We're doing the uh, the charity uh, supports uh, awareness for men's health issues. Uh, prostate cancer is the one that uh, hits home for me because it's a family thing. And I uh, want to make sure that we do whatever we can to support the cause, support the charity. Uh, so make sure, uh, hopefully, one of the mods in the chat can link to... Uh, Serial Killer the Game Cat is the one leading the charge on this for the Game Cats. We're all donating under the Game Cat name. Uh, and uh, in, he messaged me this week and said, for every dollar donated to Movember through the link, we'll match the amount and donate for, uh, donate up to $250. So Serial Killer is actually going to match all of our donations up to $250. Uh, so thank you very much, Serial Killer, for really making a push. And thank you, everybody I'll- out there who's... Attempting to what I can only imagine. <laughs> what did I miss? What happened? I just I just laugh so hard every time we mention that we have a uh, a fundraiser that's being held by serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> but for C- those maybe cereal. maybe yeah for those who don't know it's serial as in like Captain Crunch. And, but even if it wasn't, I mean, come on, ser- man, is it? Ga- ga- I, I, it's just. It's like it's like the Jason Voorhees fundraiser for <laughs> high school kids that want to go camping or something. Like it's just so weird to me. And I'll do all I can say is that like this thing every single day. I can't wait to. Sh- I, <laughs> I, I I tempt 
or I I tease myself saying, I'm going to shave this thing off today. And then I go, I can't, I can't. Serial killers after me. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat with another two euros says, sorry, I meant transpose. So you meant transpose. And I assumed that you meant transpose uh, accidentally. So we were on the same wavelength there, Looper. Uh, It worked out. Also, Josh PSVR. Well, we're never going to get to our show, which is fine. Thanks, guys, for uh, a casual Friday. I like these. $5 tip says, fast travel games has been all over the place in terms of game genres. Do you think we'll get something different again? Well, they had that contest when they showed their, the teaser about their new upcoming game where they just showed a green screen. And they said, if you guess the genre, uh, you'll get a free copy of the game when it eventually releases. So... Um, I don't remember what we said, though. Uh, I don't either. Uh, I, I also don't think that they've done as many different genres as we think they have. Like, I think when you really compare Wraith to Apex Construct, they're both very slow-paced, not quite walking sims, but, like, uh, Apex Construct they are enough. took, you know, it was, like, this slow-paced adventure where there was some combat, and then Wraith was this slow-paced adventure where there was some horror. Like, they, they kind of feel like they came from the same developer. They don't feel that different in terms of genre to me. Um, but I, I would like them to do something different because these really slow paced adventures were fun back, you know, when at the, at the early days of PSVR, but I don't think they're, they're really holding up that much anymore. Yeah. So, so you're saying their next game will be a slow paced walking <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a slow paced uh, puzzle game. That's, that's a, that's a good uh, observation. Um, I mean, I think if you keep it black and white, it's one's a, a, a stealth horror game, one's an action adventure game, and then the other's a puzzle game. So I, I know what he means. I think I think you could actually say that they're quite different. In fact, Blue Jew, the underground game cat with the five dollar tip, says my beard attempt has been a failure this month. So here's five dollars to the show to support the cause instead. Cheers. Uh, oh, now I gotta now I gotta take your five dollars and transfer it over to the actual cop. <laughs> please please don't make me the yes. middleman, folks. Like yeah. I, I'm terrible being the middleman. Like everyone who won the two the top contest, I still haven't even shipped those out. Like don't I am a horrible, horrible mid- middleman. <laughs> so please don't <laughs> don't add any responsibility to me. You're the you're the top dog in that situation. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing. All right, dude. Let's let's move along. <laughs> All right, let's move along because like I said, today is Black Friday. Mm-hmm. We got a couple uh quick deals we want to highlight have you bought anything today brian uh i i bought (laughs) i bought neo the world ends with you on switch for 15 bucks um but okay yeah so no i have not bought anything today i don't think that counts well today as well as uh you know monday which is usually called cyber monday are typically the best times to grab special deals and offerings for different technology different equipment um and uh, today was no exception because – so back in summer, uh, they rolled out the PS5 beta update for the expansion slot. Now that is functional. You can use the SSD internal sto- storage expansion. Um, and I told myself I wasn't going to get anything for it probably till next year because it's so damn expensive. Well – it just so happens that today I was like, let me take a peek. And I saw a couple good deals um, and and wanted to highlight them. And shout out to the cats, too, that guided me a little bit uh, on which on helping me find what is uh, what are the best ones. Um, and that's two of them. The first one 
is the one I actually purchased because, uh, and I'll tell you why. It is the PNY XLR8, uh, one terabyte M.2 SSD for $124.99. It's usually $180. Right now it's $125. Comes with a five year warranty, uh, has write speeds up to, I'm sorry, reading speeds up to 5,600 megabytes per second, um, which is slightly above, I think, the stock PS5. Um, uh, SSD that's in there. This is the cheaper of the two options, but I got it because it's uh, I, the thing is, is 500 gigabytes is just not enough for for the PlayStation 5, and you're gonna need to uh, upgrade it eventually. You, you, there's no maybe huge rush to do it right now, but you're gonna have to do it eventually. So this was the cheapest of the two that I went with because again, I'll upgrade this. It, so this is a good stopgap upgrade if you're looking to just temporarily expand for the next year nice I'm, I'm taking advantage of this time with the images up on the screen to pick my nose because it's always <laughs> it's always really difficult to get through an hour without picking my nose on camera uh the other one is the mark cerny uh suggested he didn't really suggest it he just said this is the one i'm going with which you know kind of is a suggestion and that is the western digital black one terabyte sn850 m.2 drive and this is also one terabyte like i said and this one is a little bit more expensive at 164.99 but here's the thing is that western digital is typically known i've used western digital in the past it is always like solid reliable and efficient uh, and usually is pretty low price. This is actually a huge discount. This is usually two twenty nine, and right now is one sixty four. On um, I may have gotten on, these pictures backwards. Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. So um, so yeah, these are the two highlights that I could say. You do need a heat sink as well. Uh, make sure you get a. There's a little heat sink cage that you can get. Uh, and there's one by Easy DIY, um, like Easy Do It Yourself, mm-hmm. uh, and they have it for twelve ninety nine, and it's got the screws in it. It's got the cage that goes around the heatsink, or uh, goes around the SSD. Um, and these two are the best recommendations that I can uh, tell you right now. I think right now is the time to do it, uh, unless you just want to hold off till next year, which is fine. But the thing is, for me, I want to actually maybe keep some of the PS five games on my hard drive um with and not have to delete them and only reinstall them when i want to play them um so seemed like a good idea nice nice i'm glad you tracked those down i'm i'm still holding off on buying any uh on buying any new hard drive for for mine i'm you know even throughout the ps4 generation i was really good about uh just deleting games as i was done with them you know uh I think unlike the traditional gamer, I, uh, I'm i kind of forced to play through to completion and then delete it and move on to the next one. Uh, so I don't have games sitting on my hard drive quite as frequently. I don't do a Saturday Night Live stream like you do. Uh, so I definitely don't need them like you do. Um, so I'm going to hold off for a little bit and uh, and see how this all pans out. Uh, shout out to Jay Meow, who was uh, looking all over the place online today for some software for uh, PlayStation VR Black Friday sales. And... Uh, over on Best Buy, there's uh, you can get Iron Man, Everybody's Golf VR, and Blood and Truth. Uh, all those are on Best Buy for ten dollars each. 
Uh, you can get Battlezone at Best Buy for six fifty. Uh, I think you do have to. I don't think that one's available. These are physical editions. Physical editions, absolutely. So if you're yes. physical collectors and you've been kind of holding off, uh, these are all good deals. Over on Amazon, Vader Immortal is twenty bucks, so it's ten dollars off. Uh, we got five, five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted for fifteen dollars, which is an Great amazing game. deal. Uh, yeah, especially when the Dreadbear DLC is on sale. Um, that's uh, yeah. the best edition ever. Uh, and then a weird price. It says it's a Black Friday deal of Rashi Castles of Sin, $22.14. Uh, so it's a little bit of a deal. Um, it's also, uh, we're, we're, we're figuring it's a weird price because it's the, it's the Peggy version. It's the European version. Uh, so... Um, it still play on your oh, absolutely. On a, yeah it's, i don't think it's region locked or anything so no no definitely not but it is just one of those things where it's like it's coming from perp specifically and like it's good they got to ship it overseas so it's like you know they're probably that's great a loss on it that's a great uh deal for physical collectors uh finally there's the black friday sale digital one on on uh psn and the biggest highlights I think the star of the show right now is Sniper Elite VR for seventeen ninety nine. If you have a name controller, uh, that is an excellent, excellent, excellent deal. The best deal on there. Um, but there's a couple other great ones like Resident Infinite for eight ninety nine, uh, and one of my favorites, Hitman Three for twenty three ninety nine. Uh, that is a steal for that. That's a triple A VR game, um, and excellent, excellent price. So. Overall, pretty good haul for, for the different games on sale right now. Um, I saw people posting what they were picking up, and I saw lots of people taking advantage of these deals. Tetris Effect is also fifteen ninety nine, which I think the lowest I've ever seen it. Um, and then Skyrim for 20 if you want to ride some Dargans. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. All right, man. Some uh, interesting Black Friday deals. I, I got to say, I'm, I'm really disappointed that there were no... Uh, no hardware bundles on sale. And in fact, even trying to find a PSVR hardware bundle or just the hardware itself at the regular MSRP is like impossible. Uh, everywhere I looked, it's completely sold out. And my and my question, I don't know if you want to get too deep into this, is do you think it's it's just selling well? Or do you think that Sony has pretty much cut off the supply chain and been like, it's not selling, so we're just not making more new ones? You don't have the headset? Yeah, for the headset. Um, I've seen some of the headsets that are like replenished or refurbished or something going on sale, but there's not a very good price on them. They're still like 200 and something bucks. Um, usually you can find a used one for like 150, 100 bucks, 150. Um, but, uh, you know, we've seen them make a couple drops of, uh, of inventory for the PSVR headset, but, but I think there's, it's obvious that, um, they have definitely, they're not. They're not trying to mass produce them anymore. They're not trying to sell masses of them anymore. They're gearing up for PSVR two, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. So they have definitely halted lots and lots and lots of production on uh, on PSVRs. Absolutely. Bell Ramio, the game cat in the chat with the twenty euro says Samsung nine eighty Pro is good too. Plus. Just to keep in mind, if you buy an extra heatsink, don't save a dollar or two and get the one with the rubber bands. They might melt slightly and ruin it. Last thing, the screw to fix the SSD is crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the nine eighty Samsung nine eighty Pro is a really nice one, but it's not. I don't think it's on sale right now, so you're gonna be paying more for that. Um, the other two that I showed are really cheap right now. Yeah, yeah. 
all right, man. Well, let's move on. I think we got some. Uh, I think we have some brand new games to talk about here, don't we? Yes, like we said, there are two games that came out this week, and the first one is Winlands Two. Finally, after three years, we finally get Winlands Two, and I believe it's retailing for thirty dollars. There's a digital and a physical edition through Perp Games. If you are a physical collector, and uh, yeah, man, I'm happy to. I'm excited to talk about this game. Because I really like this game. Yeah, we did have you know uh, John Hibbins from SciTech Games on the channel uh, on Monday. If you, if you missed that show, make sure you go check it out. He talked, you know, a lot about his game, but even more we we, we talked we talked way more about PSVR two than we did Winlands. Yeah, for sure. And so because you know we, we didn't get to do like an official review discussion, uh, and right. so you know let's let's I say we just kick it off the way we always kick things off. Uh, AJ, what do you like about Winlands two? Man, I love the gameplay of this game. I love that it is swinging around like Spider-Man and then shooting bow and arrow like Hawkeye or, uh, or Legolas from, from Lord of the Rings. You can, you can do like trick shots. I mean, I was swinging around doing like, like three sixties and then just lighting them up, shooting like, like five, 10 arrows before I hit the ground and annihilating everything in my path. And, the the gameplay and the swinging and and the shooting with the bow all of it is just so graceful which is like a different direction than Winlands 1 Winlands 1 it was fun to swing around but it was very clunky and like clumsy like it was designed that way not not like it was an accident but it was like intentionally kind of slow and clunky kind of like walking around like you were in the game Grow Home um if for you know whoever played that, uh, um, but yeah, the gameplay is on point, and that's the first thing that I absolutely love about this game. Yeah, it's funny because the platforming seems very forgiving. Uh, you can sort of hit uh, the edge of a platform at waist level, and, and the game will just sort of like kind of let, pull you up and say, "Oh no, you made the jump. Don't worry." Uh, but at the same time, like it's <laughs> that doesn't make the platforming in this game any easier. The, you have to do a lot of web slinging or whatever grappling around, and so frequently you'll see something, and then in half, and but just to get to it, it's not just like boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Uh, it, it looks like a direct route, but it's not. Sometimes you got to like really build up momentum. Sometimes you got to find an alternate route and come at it from a different angle. Uh, so, yeah. like really, 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 the gameplay, the gameplay, I think is great. Um, but also, if you're not a fan of like exploration and you're not a fan of um, like sort of taking your time if you're looking to like blast through this game from start to finish like you're going to hit a few stumbling blocks because this game is really uh, i'm i I love exploration games and i love collect-a-thons and this game has so much to collect that if you want to get your money's worth out of this thing you are going to spend like (laughs) four times longer than i did in this game to to go and collect everything maybe longer Uh, so there's a huge challenge here and uh and it's and and i do think that the challenge is going to end up being one of the things that we really we discuss here that we really like, and also maybe don't completely like. I I, I always feel like this the challenge in this game belongs in both categories. Um, but so as far as the plus column goes, it's really challenging, <laughs> and it's going to take some time <laughs> before we even started this discussion. Before the show even started, I saw that Dan Sheba in the chat said, "My God, Winland's too difficult. He goes from zero to one hundred <laughs> real quick," and he's he's absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, these guys are fans of Dark Souls 
and games with a challenge. They don't like games that play themselves. Right. Um, and, and that's my kind of people, too, where it's like I don't want to just press one button and the game do everything for me. I like skill-based games. And this game makes you get good. You called it – I think you called it yourself – the dark souls of platformers, yeah. and uh, and I think that's that's fair. You know, everything, um, every th- mistake you make in this game, it's mostly your fault, and it's very challenging. But but it's and it takes a lot to learn it. But it's probably your fault if something if you if you mess up in this game or die or or whatever. And you know, even if you do, the checkpoints are are like all all around. So like. Even if you die, you don't get a game over. You just get to go right back into the action. And the the pacing, the pacing is another thing I could say is really great about this game. The this game is a has a lot of swinging, a lot of uh, flying through the air, and then it has great pacing. I think when when it mixes up these uh, these adventure challenges of shooting you know there's bow and arrow challenges where you have to shoot the the spots on the door before the timer goes up uh you have stuff where you have to collect things you 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 there's these huge open areas and you have to collect stuff in a certain uh and then to to progress or there's boss battles and enemy battles and all sorts of stuff so i think the the pacing and um i think the pacing is like really excellent in this game yeah uh i mean I'm, I'm, I disagree with so much of what you just said, uh, and, I, and I will save all those disagreements for when we talk about the things we don't like about this game. Um, but I, uh, but I do think you nailed it when you talked about gameplay. When and and really, this game really starts to shine, and, and my enjoyment of it really started to shine once I kind of got a handle on how it all worked. Uh, once I, dude, if, if if there's anybody out there that like you know that wants to play this and and, and complains about move controls. Like this is this is the time to really really pick up those move controllers and acclimate to them because you know running with a button that's not the face button, running backwards with a different button, uh, you know using not the move button. It is a face button, just it, not the move button. Right. So the, the the move button is the one we're used to using, and it's a face button instead. Uh, and then you know using those the move buttons instead to to shoot out grappling hooks, uh, and uh, and then you pulling the triggers to to get your bow and arrow uh, up and ready. There's a lot to remember here. And at, and at first, you might just stand still and go, oh, okay, I got this. I, I, I know all these buttons, and I know how it all works. But then when you like you run and jump off of a cliff, and you, you're like, oh, you know, like, oh this, this, this one grapples. Oh, this one, uh, you know, uh, when you're able to kind of grapple and then let go and launch yourself up in the air while you're still in the air, fire like two or three shots out onto a, at a boss, and then on your way back down, grapple to another grappling point yeah, and, and, and yeah. kind of keep that momentum like going. Like stay off the ground, yeah. Right, because the thing is, it's like this game is so difficult but also so forgiving. Like, So you will you will hit the ground uh, and the ground is frequently lava or quicksand or something that kills you immediately uh, or it's just so far down that there's just no way of getting back up and you'll, so it'll respawn you at the last checkpoint. Um, yeah. So and, and you have an infinite number of lives and all of your friends that you play with have an infinite number of lives. And so you just and, – and nothing resets. So if, if there's four of you going into a boss fight – I'm, I'm going to get back to my original point eventually, I promise. If there's four of you going into a boss fight uh, and you're all like – you know, you're going in and you're doing the swing and you're – but you're dying every five seconds, the progress you've made on that boss fight stays. That, that, that boss is persistent in the world and you just keep respawning and keep coming back at him. Um, 
it's just way more satisfying when you don't have to respawn every five seconds and when you're able to like really get a handle on those controls uh, and you you just feel like a badass uh, and i think that's where this game really really shines yeah it does there's and this isn't a game that you look at or that i went in anticipating oh you're gonna feel like a badass playing this but then you get you know and and i i think the button mapping is perfect i i think they did the best job they could do with the move controllers <clears throat> the way i judge at least the way that i myself kind of look at it is that when i jump in and play every single time am i gonna have to really get reacclimated to the controls and then once i'm acclimated to the controls am i going to be pressing the wrong button constantly and right. this one i didn't find myself pressing the wrong button wherever my fingers wanted to go in the heat of the moment was the right button and that's usually how i know hey this is very intuitive um and and that's kind of how i judge it and and there's, you know, it's it's been tough because developers have not had a standardized, an official standardized movement scheme. Uh, and I think uh, I was very pleased with this. I think the controls and mapping, button mapping in particular, um, were really, really well done. I think so too. I think they did a great job at pouring this over. Uh, and of course, it does yeah. it does support the uh, the Dual Shock as well. And don't forget that Windlands One launched without move support, and uh, and it launched with with Dual Shock Four support. And it, yeah. it's, so it's totally doable, and it, and it works just fine. So if you know, but I really do think if you want the complete immersion, uh, then the move controls are the way to go. You really do feel like you're reaching out and, and doing the whole swinging action. Did you did you play with the uh, with the Dual Shock at all? I, I tested it just to make sure it worked, but I mean like. No, I, I couldn't deliver yeah. any solid information on that. No, it's like playing a Spider-Man game and opting for the dual shock instead of the moves. Like that's that's you know, right. I, even though it supports the dual shock, that's great. I'm sure it's fine for a lot of people, but I would use that as like an emergency situation. The the sensation, the feeling, the immersion you get from this game is actually extending your arms and and you can actually you know that's another thing that they've tweaked that's different that's different between windlands one is you can actually like after you latch on to something yank yourself around a little yeah, bit and like control. and you can you can pull yourself up over ledges you can um yeah you can like use it to kind of swing a little bit or like oh the moves when i got really used to the controls in this game it's all in my in my live stream too is like when i was really starting to hit my stride and like yeah, flying through the air, flying around corners, and it just makes me realize how badass. Like a, this game is pretty badass, but I, it makes me also realize how badass a Spider-Man game would be for this same reason. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we get the, we had the Spider-Man experiences, and one of those like felt pretty good swinging around the city, but there wasn't exactly a whole lot to do. Um, so this is uh, I, I will say I, I think the biggest improvement uh, that this game has. We you know we mentioned that there's enemies and bosses and, and bows and arrows and stuff so there's combat which was a huge improvement it gave you something kind of to do while you were exploring the world uh but i think personally i think the biggest improvement this game has over the first uh, is the four-player co-op and man it's like doing yeah. this game on your own is fine like it, it's totally passable and, and fun and you know it gets it gets the job done and there's a lot to do uh and I, and I really think that if you're going for the platinum and you're looking for all the collectibles then maybe single player is probably might might be what you're doing because it's so so time consuming unless you have a group of people to do it with but as far as but as far as actually getting into the world the windlands one was kind of lonely 
right? It was just like it just seemed like these big empty worlds, and there was a lot to do yeah. there too. But it, it just felt lonely. Uh, in in this, be, just being able to run around and team up with friends, and you know, while you're figuring out where to go, and, and you're you're all swinging together, and, and there's in-game voice chat, like all the multiplayer stuff. I mean, outside of some really silly animations that we laughed hysterically at, the multiplayer stuff is pretty pretty much perfect. The game itself is, from a technical standpoint, is really smooth, I think. There were some funny, goofy animations that we saw from time to time. Really funny. Uh, but, but overall, you know, somebody was asking me about the motion sickness and stuff with this game. And, and I'm like, well, if swinging through the air is going to get you sick, that's, you know, that's one thing. But just from a technical perspective, the game is so smooth, runs like butter. And, uh, and yeah, they did, a, again, great job with the port. And... Yeah, if you couldn't tell, I really like this game. I, honestly, I have a lot more great things that I could say about it, but I think we're going to have to start uh, wrapping up because of uh, time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bell Ramey of the GameCat with the two euros says, uh, do you think we get a Spider-Man thing in December? Um, to go alongside because, the movie, you think? Yeah, a new experience to go along with the movie. That would be awesome. I mean, but I would rather just prefer... I'd rather just prefer Insomniac make us a, uh, you know five ten hour game spider-man game 10 hours uh spider-man 20, 20 game hours. with their tw- you know 30 hours and yeah. um <laughs> and make a full spider-man vr experience game i should say yeah. and uh make it with the production values of a let's say like miles morales or or the insomniac games yeah i, I mean I, w- I would love to see something like that you know come for for the psvr2 launch be like hey we showed you some you know spider-man experiences before this Let's show you what Spider-Man can be like on PlayStation 5 with PSVR 2. I think that would be what I want to see next. Yeah, I'm um, down for Media Molecule doing a Spider-Man game in Dreams 2. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like they do with Ghostbusters. Sure. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I think it ended end up being like Windlands, you know. No. Uh, um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of things that we really, really like about Windlands 2, um, you know, but kind of really getting... Like. Really like. getting Getting to the negative column, though, it certainly feels like for... A lot of the positive stuff, uh, we end up ha- we end up coming up with some negative things too, and that means for me personally, I experienced a really big issue with the the jump button being really unreliable, which I thought was strange. It's I, I would just be like, okay, here we go, I'm running off the edge of a cliff, and I'm about to jump and then swing and do the whole thing, and you know, I'm building up this momentum, and I hit the jump button and <laughs> nothing, and I fall to my death. And it, and I would say if that happened a few times, user error, but it happened. Like maybe one out of every three times I was going to take a big jump. And sometimes I'd just stand in place and test it. And sometimes it just wouldn't work standing in place. So Really? Oh, yeah. There's an issue, man. There's an issue. And every single person I've talked to about it has had very, very similar experiences. Um, I've reported it to SciTech and got my fingers crossed that they can be like, oh, yeah, no, we figured out what the problem is here. We'll make it more reliable every time. I experienced it a few times. It wasn't a big enough issue to really bother me, though. But but there was a couple times, and I just thought maybe I was running so fast that I was getting some air, and then I was like li- actually lifting off the ground, so I wasn't able to jump off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, overall, I didn't really experience it too much. Um, but I did a couple times. Also in the chat, we got Nick Mulo saying, I don't know, I've seen some little freezes occasionally when hitting checkpoints or getting trophies. doesn't quite run like butter all the time. And I do agree with that. There are moments where it just freezes uh, very, very infrequently, though. Like, I mean, not enough for me to even be concerned about. Uh, Talking to Delirium Drew, though, who was playing... I didn't even notice this, though. Oh, I definitely did. Um, When when we were talking on uh, 
we were talking voice chat last night. Delirium Drew mentioned that he was on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Now, I played this on PS5, and I got to test it on my Pro still. Uh, he said that the quote-unquote smooth turning uh, had some frame rate issues on the Pro, which I was shocked about because I just assumed we were emulating the Pro version on PS5. Right. Um, so there is uh, there is something for me to check out there, too. He said it, you know, it could potentially make some people motion sick if they were... Um, if they're prone to that already, so there's a, yeah. a couple things. A couple things, technically speaking, that we're concerned about, but less technically speaking, I would say that this game is, uh, I would say, pretty repetitive. Um, the environments all kind of look the same, even when you go from the jungle to the the desert. It still kind of has like the same look to it, uh, and uh, and and especially when you're spending a lot of time in one particular area. Like if you go, if you spend a lot of time in the jungle. Uh, I needed a map, man. I really needed a map. Like this place is all, it's big and all the areas in that area look the same. And there's no like, there's no uh, big set pieces or something where you can be like, oh, I'm over by the big giant skull or I'm over by the waterfall, you know, because it's like a hundred waterfalls and they all look the same. And so it's kind of hard to say, hey, come over here. There's a collectible or come, you know, or or this is the way to go. Uh, make sure that, you know, this set piece is on your right or whatever. It just all kind of looks the same. Would have loved the Saints and Sinners map or something to pull out and just be like, oh, I'm right here and I need to go that way. Uh, it just, for somebody like me who gets lost all the time, <laughs> I was so lost all the time in this game. Yeah, there's a the couple issues when you're playing in multiplayer. You can only... Uh, you can only teleport to the host, which is a great feature, but the, but it would be better if you could teleport to anybody at any time. So like if somebody, if you guys are stuck in an area, somebody gets through it. Um, there are difficulty spikes uh, a little bit throughout the game. I think actually the second level has the biggest, uh, difficulty spike where, where, um, he was mentioning that it goes from zero to 100. Yeah. It does get difficult really fast, but I don't think it actually stays that difficult or, or consistently is that difficult. Um, there's a couple parts maybe that you get that you're like, how the hell am I supposed to do this? And then you get through it over time. And then, you know, it doesn't seem as daunting, but it just seems like a lot they throw at you at first. Um, but I will say the rest of the game, I, I don't I don't think I really thought it was super difficult um, yeah. it, once you get uh, acclimated to everything. Um, just before we, before we move on to something else, the, I, I will say that, you know, there is a uh, there is a marker on screen. Uh, so I, I just saw um, all you are is Brian in the chat. Um, there, there is a, a waypoint on screen and it, it gets, it gets really confusing on how to get to those waypoints sometimes. And uh, especially if the first person hits that checkpoint, then it moves and then you have no idea right. how to get to that checkpoint if you're way behind. Um, so right. that was the problem that we ran into is that when there's four people, if somebody hits the checkpoint and they get w- way far ahead, uh, then it moves and it makes it harder for the other people. Yeah. So, um, and then on top yeah. of it, if you die, and, and then, if you die very frequently, the checkpoints are almost almost one hundred percent of the time the checkpoints start you off facing the wrong direction. And so you know they, they when were, you're going back on the way back, that's that's when when you talked about the, the game gets when you talked about the game getting repetitive. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the difficult. I think the bad part about that stems from the backtracking that you do. Like they try to make it so you reuse the same level or you play it backwards, and it kind of works, but it also that's what leads to some of the problems. Like like um, the levels feeling a little repetitive or. Uh, 
What you got? Or or the starting backwards on the checkpoints, um, like facing the wrong way because they never set it to hey when you're going the the way back it still shoots you as if you were going the way you came from. So the backtracking is one definitely one of the weak spots of the game. Um, Especially when you get through this ridiculously insane section that's like half impossible, and then you do the thing at the checkpoint that says okay now go back, and you're like wait. You want me to go back the same way I just came? That was ridiculously <laughs> impossible. Like, I mean, when I say some areas took me over 40 tries, that is no exaggeration. That is like 40 tries. And the only thing that kept me from throwing my headset across the room was the fact that we were all there together laughing and having a good time. And that's, again, another another reason why I really, really think that you should be doing this in multiplayer. If you're a single-player gamer, great get it if you're up for a really hefty challenge but i think you're going to get so much more frustrated if you're not in multiplayer well that's the thing about it too is that you the difficulty scales so so when i went back and played single player after it was actually pretty easy because i just had to shoot like each enemy there's like robot enemies in this and they all have these like weak spots that are like a glass shield or something and you can uh, you can target those spots when you have four people or whatever. You got to hit the, each one of those spots four times, and then when they when it's just single player, you only have to hit them once. So yeah. so the difficulty scaling is better, I would say. Um, it makes it makes it better. But I agree that the best experience is definitely the multiplayer. I mean, that's what it's all about. You guys, so many people ask for co op in every single freaking game, mm-hmm. and then. A, a co-op game comes out, and if nobody plays this, I'm going to be like, why do you think nobody f- makes fucking co-op games anymore? Because when there is one, y'all don't play it. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the cats. I'm talking about the, the general public. Yeah, I, I mean, co-op in every game. As fun as Winlands 2 is, I, do, I still see this being a pretty niche title that's not going to be for everybody. So if, if people don't play it, then I'm, I'm not going to be totally shocked. Uh, ET.2K9.now. ET.2K9.now. With the $5 tips, I was loving Windlands 2 so far. Gotta say, it'd be pretty awesome if there was a hang glider unlockable at the end. Dude, I don't I don't even know what to tell you. There was a point where I was like, are we about to get hang gliders? Like This would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know if they just said the word glider in during a cutscene or something. And I just I was like, are we going to get a glider? And it would have been so yeah. much more fun. Uh, you know, but halfway through the game, you know, after you're once you get sick of the backtracking, right? If you could just like launch yourself off of a cliff and glide halfway to your destination, then do a little bit of swinging and then launch yourself up and continue the glide. That would have been an amazing, amazing addition to this game, and uh, and, and really started mixing mixing things up. It's, it would be the Windlands two equivalent of a jetpack. Jetpacks in every game. So no. Come on, let's make it happen. So yeah. Uh, super fun though, and so let's go ahead and give our overall thoughts here and, and our score. Um, me, I'll go first. Me personally, I love this game. Uh, I was somebody that uh, I beat to the top, and I think a lot of the people, I think it's not the it's it's a different style of game. It's a completely different game, but I think the people that played through to the top and really, really loved it, despite the challenges, despite all the, you know, uh, maybe more basic-looking graphics, although this game does look really pretty at times. Um, I really thoroughly enjoyed this game. I loved playing co-op with you guys, with you and Guy Sun, Fist Bump to you, and MRI Gamer. Uh, I had an absolute blast. I've never laughed so hard in my life uh, during some of those parts, Um, so I think it's excellent for that. I love swinging through the air, doing three, being able to swing through the air and do three sixties and light 
enemy robots up with bow and arrows uh, just on the fly without touching the ground in like five minutes. Yeah. Um, I think that speaks for the control scheme and the game design. Um, so for me, I'm going to say I personally uh, highly recommend this game, and uh, I think I give it like an 8.5. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm ever so slightly below where you're at. I, I think it's I think it's really great, uh, despite some re- the repetitive nature of it. I I think it's uh, it, getting through those really difficult parts was so rewarding and being able to say, oh, I fucking did it, you know, like and and making there are points where you're like, you know, if it's a one minute segment that you're trying to get through. Uh, you know, you make it 20 seconds and you make it 25 seconds into it. You make it 30 seconds into it with each passing try. Uh, and then you get to a point where you're like, I think I'm getting worse. And like, you missed the first jump or you missed the first <laughs> grappling point And you're just like dead in the first two seconds. And you just have to like clear your head and like, okay, let's, let's take our time and let's try this and be very cautious about it. Um, and then you, and then you make it through and you're like, oh, I feel great. Like, I, I felt like I was getting better. Like you, you, me, uh, Geisen and MRI did this in one seven hour set session. We didn't take a break at all and just boom, beginning to end. Uh, and, and by the end, I, you know, at, at the beginning you were killing it. You were always in the lead. And by the end I was always in the lead. And I was like, it felt like it took me <laughs> Dude, the entire was, game to get I, to Can that I say point. something about that real quick? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I have this thing. Yeah. Like I, I can kind of, um, I don't know, but but anyways, I was having a blast at first. I was catching on to the game really, really fast, and and I really, I think, worked too hard of just trying to blast through the levels, and I was like always getting to the checkpoints before us, and I used up all my energy because by the end of the game, y'all were like dragging my bloody dead corpse like through the finish line. I mean, I was just done. I, I don't usually play game, you know, I have that burst style of uh, gameplay style where we're like, I go hard, but, but like, it's only for like a couple hours at most. Mm-hmm. This was like seven hours straight. Yeah. And you, and you, you guys played a little smarter and we're like, you know, it was like, it's, it's like the tortoise and the hare. Like I was like the hare flying through it. And then I was like about to pass out by the end of it. And you guys, uh, you guys crossed the finish line first and I was just like dead, but yeah, it's too funny, man. Yeah, no, it was amazing because you know by by the end of the game, I was like, I was like, wow, I can't, I can't believe like these some really difficult segments that instead of forty tries took me four or five tries. Uh, so I felt really good about it. Uh, Mad Max, the Metaverse game cat with the two dollar tip says, thank you, thankful for you cats. Happy belated gobble gobble day. Thank you, Mad Max. Gobble 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 gobble. Uh, and we also have Manuel, Sharon Thinner. Oh God, that can't be right. Sharon Thinner. What is it? Sure and thinner. There we go. Uh, thinner. Five euros says, sure, when MGVR comes out and more people notice the cats, the subscribers will go way over 80,000 subscribers. But I hope you're right, man. Um, Let's get there before. Well. Let's get there before PSVR 2, though. Wait, yeah. that, that we're going to be trying to hit a million subscribers by that point. With it right now, let's just hit a hundred thousand first. A million, <laughs> Before, you say. Let's let's make it a statement in in the the lowest point in PSVR lifecycle. Uh, let's let's still breach eighty ninety thousand. We can do this, cats. Yeah, I I guess. Thank you very much, <laughs> Manuel. Uh, we got uh, is oh dude, we we got to move on, man. Let's, we got to talk about baby hands. <sighs> Oh, this is okay. So hold on a second. Before, <laughs> be, <laughs> what was your final score? Like lower eights for uh, for Winlands too? Yeah, like I mean, I, just a little bit lower than you. Between I'm right now, I'm still 
polishing up my review and getting that out there. It should be tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, I had a crazy migraine today, guys. I, I really wanted to have a lot of work done this morning, and I just didn't get anything done all day. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm like you know I'm low eights, so not quite. You know, I'm like eight, eight, eight for something along those lines. It's, That's it's, great. It's really great. And if they can just patch up a couple things, uh, then, you know, we'll definitely be looking at like mid to higher rates. Um, but baby hands, I did a three hour stream of baby hands. Thanks to chicken waffle for sending me a key the other night. Uh, I did, I meant to get in there and do 20, 30, 40 minutes maximum. Be like, cause I, you know, we saw her on steam that this is a short game. There's not a whole lot to do. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, this will be fine. I'll just jump in there and I'll play a little bit and, you know, people get the right people get the impression over three hours later over three hours later i'm still playing baby hands we're looking at the we're looking at the trophy list i'm going i'm trying to go for the platinum all the cats are out there helping we had a developer in the chat trying to help me out and like we we're just all over the place man and you know it's it's a it's a little it's a little rough uh and when i say a little rough i mean really rough um yeah. but 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 there's but i thought there was so much to like about this and i was shockingly enjoying pretty much every moment of those three hours. Uh, and again, I probably could spend another hour or so knocking out everything else to get the platinum. Um, Bell Ramey of the Game Cat with the two euros says, boo boo gaga, blah, Thank you so much. Um, but AJ, that, that was not, I, I know we usually try to do all the positives first, but I just want to get this out there, man. Like what was your, what was your experience with this? So I, I agree. Look, there's there's things to like about this game for sure. And this game was designed with some really cool ideas. Um, you know, this isn't like this isn't the type of game that um, that is like good dog, bad dog levels of bad to me. Uh, this this game just isn't a piece of shit from top to bottom and just should have never existed in the first place. Uh, I think this game mostly came out a little bit too late in the console life cycle. And, uh, but let's just, you know, I, I wanted to say some good things first about sure. it, but, but fine. About it. If you want to, if you want to unleash the beast, let's go. Um, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> so just from a technical standpoint alone, mm -hmm. this game graphically, it is not great. It, it's a simple art design, and the art design is fine. It kind of looks like Rugrats or something a little bit, but it's a little bit darker, a little bit dull. There's no lighting. Um, it's got really bad aliasing. It's kind of blurry in parts. And for such a kind of a simplistic game, uh, I wish it looked better visually. Um, and, and you know, that's just the beginning of it. The, the technical... Uh, issues. I have so many technical issues with this game. Uh, another would be like the bugs. I had lots. I, so you had mentioned to me that you had run into some bugs on stream. I didn't actually see any of those because I got tied up with other things. But I had lots of uh, issues with bugs. I think the the game has actually like well designed like physics and interactions overall. Um, but I had some major, major issues with bugs where, like, you know, there's, like, an Atari controller, and, like, I'd pick it up, and, and then I noticed there was Atari cartridges. So I set it down. I go back to go put in the Atari cartridges. I come back, and the, and the joystick is just gone. 
Like, so uh-huh. I had stuff disappearing on me. Um, I had a, a one point where I just wasn't able to grab items anymore. Like I screwed, like I messed with it enough to where like I kind of broke it and, and like I couldn't pick up items. So like items were highlighting, but I couldn't actually interact or grab them. Interesting. Um, I just had a lot of technical issues with this game, and look, you you and I maybe have to debate this one one part, but the locomotion system, man, I think it's a good idea on paper. It's clever and everything, but good God, it is just not fun to me. The locomotion oh. in this game, I really, really, it just makes, it's kind of like when Gorn first came out, um, and and it had like that thing and it's like yeah this is cool but this isn't like the best way to have fun this is better if i want to like do exercise or um something and this isn't even really that but but you know i'm i'm sitting there i've, I've started this game sitting down and i'm and i'm trying and like you know the way that it does the camera is like it's so weird because you you have you just move your paws, your little baby hands forward, and you just drag them on the floor to move forward. And I like the idea of it, mm-hmm. um, but then like I don't know, it just it it's it just isn't fun to me. And then I was like, let me try standing up, and then I stand up. And then the blue grid starts going haywire, and that blue grid, oh my fucking god, the blue grid really pissed me off in this game. I couldn't, whether I was standing up or sitting down, it seemed like I always had some issues with the stupid blue grid, which I still don't know why games are doing this. And and that is frustrating to me, because we've had so many games with the blue grid, and the first thing everyone does is complain about the blue grid. There's tons of reviews talking about it, and I know that developers would have to go in uh with to a lot to uh, reviews and stuff do some research but but it's just like god i just i hate the blue grid so much um so you know i still have one more a couple more things but but why don't why don't what are you what are you thinking so far what are you feeling uh Just getting back to the uh, 100,000 subscriber thing, Mad Max, the Metaverse GameCat VR said, uh, $2 tip. I always promote you guys on my VR Facebook group. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Sharing Thank is caring. Mad Max. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so I didn't have nearly as many problems as you, I guess. Uh, sure, the grid did pop up occasionally, and I found myself, you know, every so often I'd lift up my headset up and be like, oh, because I sat down the whole time on a rotating uh, office chair. And so I, I was spinning myself constantly and i kept i kept lifting my headset up and being like oh i'm not even facing the camera anymore um and so uh so that was definitely an issue um but but overall you know i i I liked the locomotion scheme and it only got tiring i for me after like you know two and a half hours or so and i was like okay i'm a little tired of doing this constantly to get from place to place i really would like you know maybe just a button to allow myself how you did that i don't know how you moved around like that for three hours and Like you're crazy, man. Yeah, that would make me go crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't. It, it didn't bother me, and uh, mostly because you know the area that you're exploring is only about like what it's just, it's one floor of a house. It's very small, um, and so you know you're if, if you've got a the second you've got a goal in mind, you're like, oh, I need to go find that thing. You're like, and I don't know. There was there was something about that where I was like, you know increased my sense of urgency i was like okay i've i've got i've got a goal in mind and i'm gonna go do it let's do it um and uh and it and it it felt fine you know it felt fine to me uh there were moments where 
I found myself moving forward accidentally because uh, because my hands were resting on the floor and I didn't realize it. Uh, and so, you know, so I started to have using using the the button to stand up, which kind of like stands you in place and you can't really move. And so, if you're building the castle or doing one of the mini games, you can push, hit that button and you know you're standing in place. Kind of locks you to the ground, and then you can sort of do the other thing you're trying to do with the other hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, I the the one bug I experienced was during. Unfortunately, I think one of the coolest elements of this game uh you're so guys i I guess we didn't really even say you know if anybody's if anybody's totally confused about what this game is it's just a it's just a sandbox Uh, yeah it's a baby it's a baby sandbox (laughs) yeah and so it's like you know just just go in and fuck with shit like that is 100 percent the game and figuring out you know the what the game wants you to do is just the other half of the game you know like just going around and fucking with shit is, is is half the fun um, and so I will say that, you know, as much, as, as much fun as I was okay with the crawling, there were points where there were teleportation moments where it was like, oh, teleport to the top of this table or teleport to the top of the bunk bed. And I'm like, dude, I know I'm a baby, but I'm in VR, right? Let me climb, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, let me do it. Because, because there's, if you're going to say, hey, you're a baby and you're able to climb to the top of this bunk bed, well, then let me actually do it. Don't, don't make me teleport. Um, but you know, I think the, the real problems began immediately. This, as soon as you start the game, there's no options at all. Zero options. There's no, you know, there's in the crib, there's, uh, there's a way to change the skin tone of your baby hands. But so I figured, oh, in the crib here, there must be other options that are sort of hidden. Maybe there's a, you know, a, a real smooth turning option instead of a smooth click turn option maybe there's uh, i don't know a volume control something but there's just not you know the volume control was crazy because in my in my headphones i could hear this tiny little music box playing way 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 in the background and it was the most quiet music i've ever heard in a game ever and what i loved about the trailer of this game you know the the one with like the the baseline like doom, 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 you know and you see the baby crawling and it's like the baseline's going i'm like yeah this i need that baseline for the game Right, I need I need that while I'm playing the game. Sure, I, I had music. lots of audio issues. I had lots what? of audio issues. Too. Lots of audio issues. And the developers did message yep. me after the stream saying, "Hey, great stream. You know, we we noticed a lot of bugs that we didn't realize were in the game. We noticed uh, you had crazy audio issues, and the game will be patched early next week. So don't. So so if you're waiting for my review this weekend, just wait till next week because I don't want my review to be outdated two seconds after the game gets you know the game comes out. Um, so I'm going to see, hopefully they really fix some of these things, but yeah, the dude, you put the hat on the dancing frog and like, there's no music. He dances and there's no music. There's no sound effects whatsoever. <laughs> so it, it does feel like I, I really hope that's an, I hope, I hope that's a bug. I hope that's a glitch in that there actually is supposed to be music there because some of these things would have been way more impactful. Uh, if, uh, if, if there were sound effects or music accompanying it. Yeah. <sighs> You know, there's <laughs> I I can honestly say, man, like like I said, there's little things I, I liked about it. I wish you kinda of stuck with the uh with the um with the normal format because now I feel like all out of sorts, but um you know, the the things I did like about it was like there's lots of stuff to interact in the game. And I think that is really cool. We in the one of the things we like about VR is that not only, you know, putting you in the game, putting on the headset and being immersed in the world, but the one thing that adds to that immersion is being able to interact with the world. And this yeah. almost entire game you can interact with. I mean, from the walking, you're you're doing stuff from the uh 
<clears throat> from the tools and the toys that you play with and mess with, uh, they all do stuff. And I really liked uh, some of the, the toys. The toys were kind of fun to mess with. Yeah. The, the crayon thing was there was like like a uh, like a crayon drawing thing and and I was like yeah like this is fun and relaxing like that was like one of the few parts uh the other thing was you know there's the hot wheels track that you build and watching it do loops and and go around there's some RC remote cars my favorite one though was probably this this little spaceman toy that you you pick up and and you fly the spaceman and when when you pick this up there's rings that you fly through mm -hmm. so there's actually some solid like game design elements in this uh, game, and that that make it kind of cool and and deepen deepen the experience a little bit. But um, but all the things from a technical level and and the locomotion system just really got, got tired fast for me um, and uh, got old fast. And there's nothing that really like wowed me, and you know, so I. You know, at the very least, and I still have one more huge, huge negative um, that I will end this on when okay. I'm ready. When you're ready, yeah. Um, uh, you know, there was. Well, do you think also? Do you think this game makes a difference streaming it? Because I was watching you playing it, mm -hmm. and I was like, this seems really fun to stream. But I knew, I kind of had a feeling that when I was going to play this, and, and I was playing it thinking, yeah, like this, I could see streaming this, showing it off, being fun. But I don't think that, that this is one of those games that I feel like you try to play it on your own, and it is absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like drunken bar fight, you know? Yeah. It's like this, like I don't know. Like so, some people may like it because of its memeish ways and whatnot. But I've but it's you, not. I've heard you say similar things about your experience with games before, but that's never been the case for me. When like if I try to stream Junk and Bar Fight, I'm like, this is fucking so boring. Like it doesn't it doesn't help me at all to to be doing it in front of people and like and like hamming it up. That's not something I do, man. Like it's just like it, it was. I will say what was fun uh, in the Fenner PSVR in the chest is how's the platinum. I, I think having a platinum trophy in this game and giving you a ton of goals to achieve uh, is, is part of the fun here, right? Because it's, because yeah, you can mess around and you can do the obvious things. You go like, Oh, there's obviously like, you know, target practice uh, that you're doing with the bow and arrow. There's obvious uh, castle building that's right there in front of you. That's, that shows you how to build a castle and uh, that gets progressively harder. There's obvious things. But then there's a whole list of things you wouldn't think to do that that have trophies associated with them. So you go. So once you've kind of fucked around for a couple hours, then you go, okay, let's start checking these boxes. And I'm a big fan of checking any box. Like, and I'm like, okay, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And then you just go boom, 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 boom. I'm really happy. And uh, and that and that and that's here. That is absolutely here for me. Um, so so as far as that's concerned, no, I don't think streaming had anything to do with it. Um, I will say Josh BSVR in the chat says baby hands has a platinum fee for sure. 10 to $15 for this game makes more sense. I agree. If this was a $10 game and the bugs were fixed, I would be like, yeah, this is a lot of fun. Go for it. You know, I think anybody watching the trailer that will know immediately if this game is for them or not. There's just people that are like, I don't want to fucking play as a baby. It's fucking baby hands. I'm not interested whatsoever. No matter what Brian Ray J says, I'm not interested period. And, that is great. I'm so happy that like, you know, some things are immediately 
answerable for some people but for anyone who's like this this looks goofy and fun and i'm very curious if it's goofy and fun enough for me to play those are the people we're addressing right now i definitely think it's goofy i did not find it fun at all uh and that's my biggest problem uh with the game excuse me my biggest problem is that the game is 20 fucking dollars what are you doing i mean you at least had a chance of selling this game a little bit if you charge less for it twenty dollars for this game and it's got this and it's got like this many issues that is crazy that is crazy i would never ever ever recommend a game like this for twenty dollars ever no compared to what we get for twenty dollars nowadays are you kidding me with that yeah holy shit agreed the price point is totally terrible yeah total missed opportunity here for it to be an impulse purchase for somebody. This would be a perfect $10 impulse purchase, $7.99 impulse purchase, that kind of thing. Um, again, especially when they patch it up. Like, I can't wait to report back on this uh, with an actual review next week uh, because, again, music would have been helpful, making sure the the uh, the sound effects weren't glitched. Uh, you know, And even the, the astronaut minigame that you were talking about, it's, it's so weird that some of the objects in the world seem like they're running at 15 frames a second, even if the game is yes. running at a normal. So it's, it's these little things. Visually, that, it doesn't look good. It does not look good to me visually. I mean, no. As far as visuals go, yeah, it's the anti-aliasing. Uh, there is no anti-aliasing, and I'm always fine with that. It, it's got a jaggy look to it. But if it's got a jaggy look to it, then the entire game should at least be running super smooth. Uh, and it didn't feel like it was. And, uh, you know, and, and yeah, and some and some of the bugs really ruined some of my experience, too. Like, there's, there's a whole... My favorite thing in this game is when you pick up the Game Boy and you put in the, the Game Boy camera, and then you're going around with AR trying to find all the hidden Pokemon and shooting them. And then the last one glitched out, and I could never find it. So I was like, and, you know, the dev said, oh, just restart the game, and it'll be there. It'll, it'll respawn. I'm see, like, oh, I wanted to, to that. like that. I wanted to like that mini game. Yeah. And it looked cool when you were streaming it, but when I was playing it, it's a goddamn chore to walk around with that Game Boy in your hand or whatever that thing is. That? Uh, it, you can, is it, you can I don't still know. use both it's, hands even when you're carrying you, something. Yeah, you can, but it like it's like sluggish or something. I don't know. It oh. just didn't feel right. It felt like felt like it wasn't smooth. Maybe that's just the regular. Uh, maybe that's just the regular locomotion system. I just really don't like. Yeah. Um, at least they put a backup button on there, though. At least you can like hit the move button and it jumps you back a little bit. But it's just not. It just doesn't feel good and it's not fun. There you have it. So I again, I enjoyed it. I, I'm fully aware that this game has a ton of problems, but I had fun. Uh, I'm. It definitely feels like a sale game to me, like a ten dollars sale game. Um, and, and that's only again if they patch it. Um, but I but I had a surprising amount of fun, and I'm definitely going to get the platinum. Uh, so. You know, it's 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 one of those where I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I don't know who the right person for this game is. I don't know who I'm actually recommending it to because the answer is kind of nobody. Even if I had fun with it, because <laughs> you have to wait for the sale and the patches, and I don't know, man. So it's difficult. Scott Jesko, yeah. PSN, Harry Phil, the PSVR game cap for life with the five quid says, watching seven hours when I get home from work. Future past Scott Jesko can't wait. Got the weekend off, so I might get a chance to finish RE seven and then on to the rest of the backlog. Hell yeah, Scott Jessica. I can't wait to see what else you have planned for your backlog. Uh, and we got Bell Ramy of the Game Cat with the 20 euros saying $20. Oh, he's freaking out about the $20 price point for Bell. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. Baby hands. Yeah. yeah, it's $20, man. This game should have been $10 max, and yeah. I don't think I'd recommend it. I think the most I could recommend for it is $5. Like, okay. it's like the most I would recommend for this is like a couple dollars. I mean, it's a couple years ago. I'd want it to be like a ten dollar game at launch a couple years ago, and it would, um, 
But no, it's just it's got too many issues and it's rough. It's got too many rough edges. Um, so I don't know what your overall score is. My score right now is five out of ten. I mean, my score right now is kind of five out of ten, and and the price does come into play there. Uh, the the bugs come into play there. The the rough the rough graphics come into play there. It all kind of comes into play. Um, this is not this is not a, like again this isn't like a good dog bad dog vigilante rangers thing where it's just like everything about this is terrible this does have some nice qualities to it this was a game made by you know somebody that uh you know obviously uh thought it was a cool idea and um they had some good ideas that went into it uh and i think that's fine um but the way it's executed and and the way that it's priced especially hell no hell no no no, no, no. Uh, Manuel with five euros says, I changed my name to make it easier for you guys to say. Let's hope with NGVR we can forget to talk about locomotion. Uh, Manuel, uh, that is the most white privileged thing I've ever seen on the face of the planet. Uh, don't ever change your name to make it easier for someone else to say. Make someone learn your fucking name, and that includes me. Make me learn how to say your fucking name just by commenting over and over and making me read out your comments. Um, change your name back, man. <laughs> fucking make me say it. Um, dude, I, uh oh, dude, I, I think we, I think we might have a problem. What's that? This, this is supposed to be your 20 questions. Do you have a game picked out? I do have a game picked out. Oh, good. Because some, some reason on my run of show, it said it's my turn. And I'm like, that's not my turn. Yeah, no. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I just figured it was, it was mine. Okay, perfect. Yeah, mine says mine says AJ twenty questions. Did you I, send two runner shows? Or? I don't know, man. Like I, you looking I'm, at the wrong runner show? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I'm so disorganized over here all the time. So I don't know what's going on with my runner show. Um, so are you ready? You want you want to do some twenty questions? Let's do this, man. Let's see if you can get this. Nice guys. If you're if you're new to the show, new to the channel, make sure uh, this is this is how this works. AJ's got a PlayStation VR game in mind, in his head, in his third eye. I don't think that's right. Maybe his mind's eye? His third eye is somewhere else. <laughs> I think that's a little bit lower. Uh, we want to make sure... Uh, we've got 20 questions. 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PSVR game he's thinking of. Uh, we also uh, we also have six minutes on the clock. So give me some good, solid questions, guys, and give me solid recommendations as to which game this could possibly be. <laughs> All you are is Brian says, do you crawl around on the floor? No, that's not our first question. I love it, though. Here we go. Timer timer's started. You um, wanted to be that so bad. Is this? Would you consider this a full fledged game? Number one. Um, yes, I would consider it a full fledged game. Sure. Yeah. All right. Has this studio made other PSVR games? They have made other PSVR games. Okay, we're off and running, guys. We're off and running. Um, is this played in the first person perspective? Yes. Is the primary thing you're doing in this game shooting? Uh, yes. Okay. So let's take a break here, guys. I've rattled out a bunch of questions. The primary thing you're doing in this first-person game is shooting, and the developers have made other PSVR games. Justin Cassidy, good question. Does it have multiplayer? Um, it does have multiplayer. Wow, guys, we're killing it. We're killing it. We're really narrowing this thing down. Do you c- control any vehicles in this game? Mm, you do not control any vehicles in this game. No vehicles. Good. 
You're on question number seven. Primary thing you're doing is shooting. The developers, just to clarify, when I say the people who made this game, it is developers, not the publishers who made other games, right? Just to clarify. Uh, yes. All right. Just I think making so, sure. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, you know, I see some people saying Arizona Sunshine in the chat, and I was like, well, Vertigo hasn't actually made anything else uh, since then. Um, let's see. Let's figure out what we're shooting in this game. Bert, oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, they, they publish like traffic jams and stuff, but. Um, yeah. Okay. There's multiplayer in this. Is it? Let's let's figure this out. Is it co-op multiplayer? Um. Yes. Yes, it's co-op. All right, guys. There's not a whole lot of co-op multiplayer PSVR games. Oh, I like Braxborough saying Star Trek Bridge Crew, but the primary thing you're doing is not shooting at all in that game. You're more communication. Aren't you though? No, aren't you? Not even close. <laughs> it's like one of the few things is one of the things you I'm do. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna start pouring in the misdirection now. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Um, and let's see. Let's think about other Ubisoft games. Uh, Eagle Flight, very seldom shooting. Space Junkies. There's co- oh okay. Um, hmm. Is there a campaign in this game? Um, there is a campaign in this game. All right, that takes care of a little bit here. Does it? How many questions we have to? Um. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're on question number nine. Is this made by Archiact? It is not made by Archiact. There goes Evasion, guys. Sorry. Um, Russia Blood is not multiplayer. Um, is it based on... An IP, and that includes like a flat screen game of the same name kind of thing. Uh, it is not based on an IP. Okay. Popular IP. Or an unpopular IP. So there goes Killing 4 ET. Yeah. <sighs> All right. All right. I feel like we've got enough here. There's co op campaign. You're 10 down. 10 down. All right. Good, good, 10 good. 10 to go. Um, the primary thing you're doing is shooting, so it's not Windlands 2. Um, can you use the aim controller? You can use the aim controller. This really limits it, guys. This really limits it. Not really. There's a lot of suggestions in the chat. <laughs> uh, is it sci-fi? It is not sci-fi. Okay, that eliminates a lot. Raw data doesn't use uh, the aim controller. Farpoint is sci-fi. Does, is zombies? Would you say this is focused on zombies? There's no zombies. That was yeah. number thirteen. Thirteen. Does it have full locomotion? Um, it does not have full locomotion. All right, guys, this, that's our biggest hint so far. An aim game that doesn't have full locomotion. You're on question number fifteen. You got four left. Yeah, I'm. I'm the only one I can think of is uh, is is the Dick Wild series. Uh, is this a wave shooter? Um. Uh, is this a sequel to a wave shooter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. It's 
Yeah. I mean, okay, so let's let's clarify. Like, is this is this what what question did you answer? Um, it is not a sequel to a wave shooter. Okay, uh, and it's okay. Is it is it a wave shooter? No, wait, wait, um, not, I can't even ask that because it's because Dick Wild One has no multiplayer, and so Dick Wild Two is a sequel to a wave shooter. So it's not the Dick Wild series, guys. Um, is this is this one of the two Crisis Brigade games? Is it, can I answer that? <laughs> is, does this game have cartoony graphics? Uh, no, it doesn't have. Is it Crisis graphics. Brigade Two? Did you have to guess? Did you run out of? Is it Crisis Brigade Two? I asked because the timer was running out. Is it Crisis Brigade Two? Uh, it is not. No, what Crisis is it? Brigade Two. It is that piece of shit Bravo Team. <laughs> this full emotion in Bravo Team. No, there's not. It's node teleportation. Oh no, that's right. Oh, I saw what one a piece person of say shit it. game. I know. There's nothing good ever comes from this I game. To- does how it did now? I totally I, forget? I picked one that I fucking hate. You're welcome. <laughs> how did I? I got you. I got you, cats. All of you thought I was choosing games I like. I like Dick Wild too. I like Crisis Brigade. <laughs> how did I forget? Because as soon as you said, because I actually had Bravo Team in mind for a second, and you said full oh. locomotion, and I was there's no full locomotion, and I was like, well, no, it's that for a second, dude. I know that I almost gave you complaints too. Oh. I, I almost gave you a hint when you said, "Is it first person?" I almost said most of the time, <laughs> and but I didn't. But I I knew this. That's an easy one though. So I wanted to make this one. I want. I didn't want to give this one away. If I gave this. Because you were you were so close though you were really good job you guys you guys narrowed it down really wow that is that is crazy man that is crazy I I don't I don't know um, even if I fun. had I don't even if I had five extra questions or even a couple extra minutes I, I don't know if I would have gotten there because I feel like I excluded it so early on but win or lose I love this fucking game man I love playing this so. Guys, not Bravo Team. He has twenty questions. Don't ever buy Bravo Team. Bravo ever. Team's terrible, and there are people who are like, "Oh, it's fun in multiplayer." No, you've just been you've just been convinced. <laughs> you got nothing else to play. Uh, it's terrible, and and don't don't play it. Don't waste your money, um, guys. Bad. Thank you, everybody, man. This was this was. I, I always love doing this, and a nice casual Friday full of great conversations uh, and uh, lots of new PlayStation VR games to discuss and talk about. I love it, guys. Make sure you join us over on Discord uh, so you can be part of the never-ending discussion over there and all the giveaways and everything else that we do over there. Um, make sure uh, if you don't already subscribe to AJ, subscribe to him at PSVR Underground. Um, Genetic blasphemy with the reverse engineered okay. game cat ran with the five dollar tip says this blunder is as huge as AJ missing the cartoony thing. My blunder meaning getting it wrong. I think I, I don't know what, it, what that I, means. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of lost. But thank you for the tip. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank you to everybody who helps out the channel. Guys, Jay Meow, Miles Dyer, uh, all the mods, man. The mods are fucking insanely amazing. Uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who does all the timestamps. We love you so very much. Thank you to everybody who donated during the show. Patreon.com slash without parole games. And everybody who commented, helped us out during 20 questions. And of course, all of you who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Do the cat break because I want to say happy Black Friday and have a great, 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 wonderful weekend, all of you. It was Bob Zarkoff, the underground game cat, that got the Bravo team. He got it right. 
congrats, man. Uh, time to play with game cats. Uh, we need to reinstall. Is it crappy getting into the questions? Uh, Mark Pringles Leaf, thank you so much, man. Josh PSVR, you have a great weekend as well. Secrets of Cheers to you, homie. Janek Blasphemy, the reverse engineer game cat. John Savino says, I need a house. Ah, also asks if, uh, if things go sideways, if they can live with you. Uh, me? Would, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I love you all, but there's oh, there's, barely, there's barely enough space on, here. Man. Okay, fine. Listen, you can live with me only if you're really good at snuggling. By the way, I'm the big spoon, so so you can all come over as long as you're all a bunch of little spoons. <laughs> ben L, the Game Cat Army says, "Well, it's time to go play Winlands Two. Hell yeah!" Or he says, "Winelands Two." That's which I'm wondering. I wonder if that was on purpose or an accident, because it makes sense. Justin Cassidy, love to all of you as well. Blue Jew, the underground game, cat elite name squad in the house. Uh, Broy Schwartz, good night, fella. Zombie 5150 says paper delivery game. We we actually did that one not too long ago. The Triangulator, good to see you, homie. Nick the Game Cat, how? Later to you, LC2552 beats the musical game cat. Oh, yeah. Ian Stanbridge, uh, I certainly wasn't thinking Bravo when I finished playing Bravo Team. <laughs> yeah, nobody was nobody was thinking Encore after that one. We were like, where did the fun go? Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR. Thank you so much man old darth you have a great weekend as well et.2k9.now uh all oh, the, you are oh, is brian the, the blunt the blunder <laughs> was me forgetting that that private team didn't have full locomotion that is a spanner psvr delirium drew my dude nick mulo my other dude dave station my triple dudes triple dudes you guys have a wonderful night wonderful weekend you too darthy the balkan cat and gabriel double four the license to meow game cat meow meow yeah, Serial Killer is a is a great suggestion. He says next time two hundred questions. Uh, game Scoop that we stole that game from actually is, does does every so often every season or so does a hundred questions where they, he has five games in mind. They have a hundred questions to get all five, um, and so they just go through. And so if you get the first one in fifteen questions, then you suddenly have a lot more questions to play with for the next game. We might have to do that at some point, man. If we're going to steal from Game Scoop, we might as well go all the way. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. We love you all. Whee!